Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Today is World Ovarian Cancer Day, and I'm delighted to have with me on the line specialty doctor in gynecology, sorry, gynecological oncology um, from the Royal Surrey NHS Foundation and St. Luke's Cancer Centre. It is Kavitha Madura. Good morning, doctor. Good morning, Jill. Thank you for having me on the show once again. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to have, have you here. It's a very special day today, World Ovarian Cancer Day, and we obviously want to raise awareness, and we will also talk about the particularly challenging circumstances we're in now. But first of all, Doctor, tell us what ovarian cancer is. Right. So ovarian cancer is basically cancer that arises from you know, abnormal cells that build up around the ovaries or our fallopian tubes. Now, this is the same ovaries which release the eggs in women when they fall, just before they fall pregnant. But what then happens during the build up to ovarian cancer is it happens because there are some abnormal cells that grow. So the new cells start to grow unnecessarily, but the old or the damaged cells that usually die away uh, keep building up. And that essentially it's the buildup of the cells that forms what we call a growth or a tumor. Okay. That's really what happens. And today the community essentially comes together because it's about patients living with ovarian cancer, the survivors from this disease, families and friends and doctors uh, and researchers really. We want to come together, share experiences and most importantly, educate people about this deadly disease because sadly it is a lethal disease. Mm. And I think it's probably worth a big shout out here. A, to say that, you know, we respect everyone who's gone through this, who's currently going through treatment for it, and family and friends who may have lost someone. So a big, our hearts go out to them. And of course, our heartfelt thanks go out to all of the specialists like you out there who help everyone and do their utmost. And I've said this before on air, but I've heard so many good things about you, Kavitha, about how supportive you are and how lovely you are to the ladies in your your care so maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of the symptoms because we know there's some common symptoms but there's also some less common ones that people may be confused about that's very correct uh jill so one thing you've got to uh, bear in mind is the reason that uh, ovarian cancer often goes undetected or undiagnosed is you know typically we women put ourselves last and the symptoms are really so vague. I mean, it, there's persistent bloating, so, you know, increase in abdominal size. And there's a feeling of fullness, so, you know, uh, feeling filled very quickly or difficulty eating, you know, some sort of pelvic or vague abdominal discomfort. Um, or sometimes there could be a frequency to um, go to the toilet, go to the loo, go for a wee. You suddenly notice that there is an increasing number of visits to the toilet required or waking up at night to go for a wee. But these are very vague symptoms. And occasionally there's change in bowel habits, some unexplained weight loss, extreme tiredness, or sometimes even some bleeding. Now, as you can see, everything that I've said 
is so vague. I mean, somebody might notice it. I often say to patients, well, if you, you know, um, have a takeaway the night before when you notice some change in your bowel habit or, you know, going to the toilet frequently or some abdominal pain or discomfort, change your takeaway, but don't contact your doctor. So don't yes. fret about it unnecessarily. Yeah. However, if any of these are persistent symptoms or, you know, they all, they start to cause a niggle in your mind, it's worthwhile a telephone call to the GP because often that's all it is. And it then triggers uh, easily a set of investigations if required. And that's really all we're asking people to do and people to talk about it. Talk yes. to your partner, talk to your friend, talk to your family. If you're worried about something, don't keep that to yourself because yeah. rather than saying, oh, I think it will go away, which is often what patients tell me, oh, I had this feeling over Christmas. You know, we see so many women in January, late January or February. I had this feeling just before Christmas, but, you know, it was around Christmas time. I put it off and here I am. And that breaks my heart every time I hear that because we could be doing so much better with just a phone call. Yes, yes. And of course, at the moment, we know that it's very challenging times. It's, it's unprecedented. We've never lived through anything like this in our lifetimes. And people are advised not to go to the GP. In fact, most people don't want to go to a surgery because of the risk of being in contact with someone who may be infected with a virus. So what advice would you give to women who feel they have some symptoms now and they're just putting off taking any action? Yeah, so I think the most important thing that we need to remember is the NHS is not closed, the GP surgeries are not closed. If anything, for people who are worried, this is actually an easier time to get an appointment because GPs have become very efficient and very good at doing telephone as well as video consultations. I mean, we at the Royal Surrey moved to a telemedicine model very, very quickly because we wanted to reduce the footfall into the hospital. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing that's happened into the GP surgeries because it's about the risk to each other that, you know, every patient that walks in poses a risk to themselves of picking up something and a risk to everybody else. However, by speaking to their doctors, investigations can be triggered and often the easiest investigations to rule out an ovarian cancer is really a blood test, an ultrasound scan and a checkup. So, you know, a blood test at the moment at the Royal Surrey, it's a drive-by facility. So you sit in your car, people in, you know, nurses, doctors, highly trained professionals come in, you have a blood test and you drive away. Okay. Scans are being limited to people who are ill, who are poorly, who need to be checked out. Now, I just want to draw your attention to the kind of numbers that we're talking worldwide and in the UK. Yeah. Annually, there are nearly 300,000 women across the world who are diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Yeah. And of these, nearly 185,000 women die every year. Mm. They you know, these numbers are really startling. Just in the UK, um, the Cancer Research UK has said that there are more than 7,400 women who are diagnosed each year. And of these, 4,100 women will die. That's one in 11 women across wow. the community who we will lose. And I'm working with GRACE, which is our local gynecological research and uh, uh, charity, which is so focused at the moment on raising awareness. I mean, we've stopped a lot of our fundraising activities, if anything, to tell people, women, everybody, basically to seek help if they need it. Yes. 
Yeah, those are startling figures, aren't they? And, and do you think that if women are found early enough, most of those would have survived? I know it's a, it's a difficult thing to say, but certainly a lot more of them would have survived maybe if they'd been diagnosed earlier. So what we need to think about is often ovarian cancer is diagnosed at a later stage. Now, mm -hmm. later stage means obviously we can't cure the disease. We can treat it. Mm -hmm. However, if women report it early, they can be diagnosed at an earlier stage and we could be potentially looking at curative treatment. Mm -hmm. If we diagnose it early before it spreads, it is a lot more treatable. And just being aware of the symptoms. So it's basically a cycle. Early awareness. Um, you know, it gets detected early. It means treatment is offered early. So which means we're looking at curative treatment. So really, that's the message we want to get across that, you know, if you're um, if you've got symptoms, speak to your doctor because early awareness could save a lot of life lives because it's you diagnosing the cancers early. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to say that if people heard dogs barking, that was my dogs chasing a bird. So sorry about that. Um, you're absolutely right. It's it's they are vague symptoms and we all get bloatedness every now and then. We all go through stages where uh, we feel a little bit uncomfortable in the pelvic area. So it's that general buildup, isn't it? It's if you are in any doubt, if you have any feelings inside of you, you need to go and see, well, speak at the moment to your GP. Because I believe that at the moment, uh, people are actually, if anything, trying to keep themselves fit, you know, focused more on themselves. So there was a lot of um, reflection on oneself. And in fact, today, Grace has actually released, um, is releasing a blog um, on one of our wonderful, wonderful, you know, and admirable, absolutely outstanding uh, former patient of ours, um, who I'm sure would not mind me saying her name. Her name is Pandy Dean. And Pandy is doing so much to fundraise and raise awareness. And even she will tell you, Pandy is to run marathons. Pandy used to do a lot of, um, she's a very fit lady. And the first symptom she noticed was some fullness and abdominal discomfort and, you know, go, having to go to the toilet more frequently. Mm. And we should not put it off. All I'm saying is if there's one thing that people can take away from this is if you're worried, pick up the phone, speak to your GP and talk it through with them, which is essentially will mean that if the symptoms are there, you will be tested and hopefully diagnosed early. Yeah. And really, that's what we want to tell people about. Yeah. And not to worry if they've got a lot of symptoms. Don't worry if it turns out to be nothing. It's much better to be safe than to be sorry. Absolutely. And the other thing to bear in mind is sometimes, you know, I think often people feel, oh, I'm going to get fobbed off or these are two vague symptoms. But you know, isn't it better to be in a position where somebody's reassured you and said, look, I don't think this is nothing to worry about. Mm. Or somebody has said, look, I think you need to go for tests. Both of these routes, in my opinion, means that we're getting closer to answers. Yes. So getting closer to either reaching a diagnosis or actually saying, you know, I've done the right thing. I've been told that this is nothing to worry about. And I know now that this is what I need to watch out for because yeah. often GPs see so many people, they have such a vast experience and they can often differentiate and say, okay, I think this is what it is or actually no, let's just get this tested to be sure. Yeah. They don't have yeah. a crystal ball, but often they will say, let's get you checked out. Let's yeah. get you checked out. And that's really what we want to see. You know, Jill, these are unprecedented times. And really, 
we're seeing a fall in people seeking help in those cancer referrals. And I really want to tell everybody that, you know, please see your doctors because by putting it off, actually you're not helping yourselves. And in an indirect way, you're not helping the NHS either because, you know, when, if, and when the floodgates open, we will have so many patients that we need to look after that actually you're doing yourself a disservice by mm -hmm. not seeking help. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, we need to leave it there, Kavitha, but thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you very much for having us, having me on, Jill, and a very, very big thanks. And my heart again goes out to all those people who've been touched by ovarian cancer. We're here. We want to look after you. So if you need help, please shout out to us. Thank absolutely, you. Absolutely. And a big shout out to Grace as well. Grace, a fantastic charity based at the Royal Surrey. Um, they're amazing. They've referred so many amazingly brave ladies to us who we've interviewed on air. So thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Dr. Kavitha Madura our specialty doctor in gynecological oncology at the Royal Surrey NHS Foundation and St. Luke's Cancer Centre. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters.